Hello and welcome to CX Today. My name is Charlie and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jono Luck, Vice President of Product Management at WebEx. Jono, it's great to have you join us today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Charlie, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, it's great to have you and uh, it's a very, um, very exciting topic that we're going to be talking about today and that's kind of the conversions that we have going on between customer experience and employee experience. So I think probably the best place um, to start is by simply asking you kind of why are companies uh, tying together customer and employee experience? Yeah, I mean, so in my opinion, a couple things have happened. The last two years, uh, the world changed. <laughs> I think we all learned to, to work remotely, digitally, virtually, and that brought with it a new experience and way of getting things done, right? A modern field and, and customers want that, the immediacy of sending a text message and getting a response, right? Or something, choices out of the voice. But the reality is, is the same is true of the, the employees that work at a company, right? The, the agent, if you will, that's helping that customer. They too want that same fluid and simple nature. And, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we're seeing, uh, first of all, a groundswell demanding that experience. That's the first thing. Um, and then the second is, it just leads to better business, Charlie. I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? Like an agent, an employee who is happy, who feels comfortable, will do better when working with their end customer. It's just a natural human tendency. And I think those are probably two of the bigger drivers for why companies and, and brands really are now realizing that it's critical now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, having asked you kind of the why, I mean, that's a very compelling argument that you've given. I guess the next logical uh, question to ask is kind of um, what are the first steps um, of bringing uh, employee and customer experiences together? Yeah, I mean, um, I'll talk about first steps. I'll also talk about how we're doing it because they're, they're synonymous in my mind. The first is just really recognizing that there's humans on both ends of an interaction, right? That, that the person that's reaching out for help on a particular situation, inquiring about a product, what, whatever the reason is that, you know, a customer's reaching in, um, that they are human. And that I, I alluded to during you know, the pandemic, uh, people got used to virtual and digital. That bar, that experience bar has been set. And so remembering that when facilitating. And the reason why I say that's the first step is that then leads to what do I need to do as a company, as a brand to facilitate that? That does mean more instant messaging style. I mentioned SMS earlier, right? Uh, those are the, the forms upon which I think a lot more customers are expecting to interact. I actually traveled last night. I was in a red-eye flight and I had to change my reservation, my rental car reservation. I did it all through one of these things, right? Literally through my phone. I didn't have to talk to an agent over voice. It was a couple messages back forth, said this reservation, boom, it was changed. And, and that's the, the first step, enabling those simple experiences. And the flip side, if I do need to ask for help, right, I do need to talk to that agent, giving that agent all the comforts that they expect as if they were talking to a family member. Um, one of the examples I, I often fall back on is agents can work from home just like a knowledge worker can work from home. Why shouldn't they have those capabilities? Right, those comforts of noise cancellation, as you and I might know from one of these things, and it's how it's how interactions just have to happen. So again, starting with recognizing that those humans want that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that's that's a brilliant uh, that's a brilliant kind of philosophy 
foremost that you've uh, put forward. But I guess, you know, the main sticking point with getting these sorts of initiatives um, off the ground is that I guess they're almost seen as fluffy, uh, perhaps by some kind of by some executives within a uh, within a business. What, how can kind of leaders that really see this um, conversions of CX and EX as the next kind of frontier um, get those at the top of the business to take it seriously as a means of improving customer experience? Yeah. It, so over the years, you know, through my work time in the industry, I've learned there's always two tools. One is the numbers tool. So, I mean, when, when you look at some of the surveys that were done, uh, less than a third of executives all currently, right, they already know that customers probably aren't super happy with the experience they have with their organization. They may not know why, but they know there's a problem there. Right. And then they also recognize that speed and the experience is one of the root causes. They, they've said that. I think it's apologies. I can't remember the exact number. I think it's less than 30 percent um, agree. Right. <laughs> Customers are happy with how quickly they get things resolved. So there's a numbers game you can start because less than a third is a powerful paradigm for people to go. Wait, there's a lot of headroom for improvement. Um, the other one is really to quantify some of that and, and look at the experiences that are happening. So as we talk about CX and EX, you know, the evolution of the, the tooling and technology that exists to analyze those interactions, right? Looking at the customer sentiment, it used to be you got the, the, the survey at the end. It's, uh, would you mind holding on for a survey, you know, on a score of one to 10? How did you feel about that? Now we have sentiment analysis tools that can do that near real-time real analysis of the interaction. That's the quantification that can supplement and potentially point to problems, right? And that, that same AI kind of play, that sentiment analysis, the topic analysis that can be done now so that you know it could be this line of product that was just released or it's the website. These things put together, that's a powerful tool then to really start pushing up, you know, up the, the business. You gotta think about the CX. The flip side, the EX, we have that technology as well now to, if you will, observe the agent's interaction with customers, right? And you can correlate the customer's experiences on those agents and over time trend that, which can help. We know that agent burn, I call it burn and churn, right? As agents are overworked, the churn, they will start to, to exit and you'll have to replace. That will fundamentally impact your, your, C, your CX, right? Your company's ability to interact with customers. And so understanding that agent side, the EX, is critical as well. Bernard and Joe, and I really like that, uh, that phrase. And I uh, still let that one for some of my articles. But I think you're welcome to use it, Charlie. <laughs> I think there was lots of great ideas. I love kind of the use of uh, sentiment analysis that you put forward um, there. And obviously, you've mentioned uh, quite a few different tools um, in this conversation already, kind of the, the background noise reduction. Uh, I know WebEx has an app for that. Um, but it'll be also interesting to find out kind of how else WebEx is helping brands to enhance their employee experiences. Yeah, um, I guess I kind of gave away yeah. a couple of them already, right? So uh, just to replay that real quick, though, it is very much important that we recognize that agents should be able to work from anywhere, right? That choice. Um, I think it was the, the, the great resignation. That was the phrase that was used referring to employees' wants and, and ultimately demands to choose where and how they work. And so the mobility aspect or the work remote aspect is key, right? So all the tooling that you need, be it a, a phone 
a hard phone on a desk or the soft phone, I just have a laptop and a headset, I'm good to go. Right. So that is that's one aspect of this, that element of choice and then the quality of the interaction based on that choice, the audio intelligence. Um, I don't know if you've ever had this happen before, but I've definitely had to connect with my my television provider or internet provider. And I'm pretty sure that, that agent was working from home because I could hear their kids and their dog. Yeah. Right. And so it flipped, it goes both ways where it's not just canceling, you know, so the agent can hear me, but vice versa. The customer shouldn't know. The customer shouldn't care if there is that real interaction, right? And so that, that again, the technology to support the highest quality of that interaction, I think, is um, is so key. Mm-hmm. And you know, while it's while this doesn't necessarily enhance the employee experience, this is a critical thing that employees do want to know, and that my information's safe. Right. Customers and employees alike want to make sure that as I'm having this interaction, we're not being listened in on the data that's being collected is truly kept private. And so that's something it it's more of an ephemeral sort of concern is because it's interaction by interaction. But I think those kinds of promises are, are still also key. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's fascinating. But I think the final question now that I want to put to you. Have just on this um, on this topic of employee experiences and how that can bolster um, customer experiences. It's quite simply kind of what is a Cibex, uh, Cisco and Cibex, <laughs> Cisco and Webex um, doing to? You've merged them into one. We are net- <laughs> yeah. and creating a new brand as we speak. Uh, but kind of what are you doing to almost walk the walk here and improve the experiences um, of your employees too? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's a couple things. We've been using the word employee and EX very loosely, just so you know everyone is on the same page. It's not just these agents, the human agents that are involved, right? There is the supervisors that ensure and coach and bring those agents forward in their in their tenure and career with this company. There's the business analyst. There's the you know chief experience officer. So, employee truly should be all of those when we speak of it. Um, I, I would say there's a couple things that Cisco's done. Uh, one I'd love to point to is just Again, the core technology we built to make sure that anytime I need something, for example, if Charlie, you're the customer and I'm the agent here, we have a whole suite of capabilities. So Jono can quickly go ask a question of a SME, come back and tell Charlie the answer is X, Y, Z, right? So the ease with which I can not just communicate with the customer, the outward facing, but also the inward facing. And that's true in a a retail, a customer support, also healthcare education, all these other uh, industries and verticals, right, where they too are customer experience. And we don't want to forget that. At the end of the day, the patient journey is in some cases more critical, if you will, unfortunately, than a retail customer, the, the time criticality. And the reason why I brought up the privacy aspect before, healthcare data, PII, right, that is the top, you know, the top tier of critical information that must be kept private. And so me as an employee, knowing that I can get the answer I need and not have to worry about wait, where, where am I going to store this? Is it safe? Is it secure? That's one example. Another is we're providing that now going to the supervisor persona, if you will, more and more tools for them to understand how things are going with agents. Because with the uh, the stat, I think, is like a third of agents you know, churn over every six months or I'll have to go back and take a look and I'll send you the exact detail. But it's a lot of new agents at any point in time, which means that interaction might be my first interaction. And so providing both the agent, but the supervisor, the tools to get me up to speed, right, to help, to coach me, 
That's another one because if I'm getting better support from my supervisor, I'm going to learn better. I'm going to feel more supported and be more confident in my response to you. And so those are also areas that we're bringing forth, uh, bringing forth tooling and capabilities to really improve that employee experience. And something I think that um, uh, folks may have heard Larissa Horton, uh, my general manager and SVP speak before, is something called personal insights. So we've been working on this in a knowledge worker setting for the last two years. It's actually something that we work on on my team. And that tells me, Charlie and Jonna, what's your connection? Right? How, how frequently are you working with other teammates? But we're evolving it to also be, what do you talk about? What are the topics? Are you an expert that Jono should reach back out to? I've had all these conversations. Who's the right person, right? Going back to that SME. And so it puts more information and power at my fingertips as the agent to support you, the, the customer, the patient, the account holder, you know, in a financial institution. So those are just some of those things that we are doing above and beyond what I described before, the, the noise cancellation so that we just have a higher quality interaction. And of course, the foundation of all this, all of the digital voice and video channels, right, that a customer, a patient, an account holder may want when interacting with a company. Yeah, yeah, so many great examples uh, there, and even kind of reflecting on the insights, the analytics solution that you kind of just mentioned there. I mean, what really impressed me actually with WebEx was that um, insight kind of engine that you mentioned, having the sentiment analysis, the keyword um, tools alongside insights into the network connections of agents that who are working from home, alongside kind of the rapport statistics of, you know, how long are agents talking to customers on the phone? What's the kind of the ratio of who's speaking uh, of who's speaking? Yeah, I think I think that insight engine was very, um, you know, was very powerful from where I, when I saw it and lots of really great other examples um, that you shared there, Jono. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's probably a great place to end today's chat. But uh, it was great to learn um, so much from you. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, Charlie, thank you so much for having me. Excellent. And also, uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Bye for now.